Hello, everyone. This is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I am so glad that you could join me for today's episode. Get ready for a treat. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Victorious The Anointed Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Stacy. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. So for the month of October, we have been going over Women of the Bible on Sundays, and today we have arrived at a woman by the name of Esther. She was a queen, and we're going to talk a little bit about her and how she came into position as the queen. We read in on, we read in Hannah on the first Sunday um, for the month of October. We read in Hannah. And then Tuesday, um, we started our Bible Talk Tuesdays on Samuel, who was Hannah's son. Um, so if you want to learn a little bit more about Samuel, you can um, go back to every Tuesday in October and learn something different um, about the prophet Samuel. Um, and then on Tuesday, not Tuesday, Sundays, um, we have been doing, our, we have been continuing our Bible Talk Tuesdays um, after the first Sunday. We we went over Hannah. We went over second Sunday, Abigail. And then we went over a little bit of Sarah. Um, we went a little bit over Ruth after that. And today we have landed on a woman by the name of Esther. And we're going to talk a little bit about Esther. But before we do get into the podcast, um, I want to encourage you on today to join the Making Jesus Bigger movement. Um, and that is something that you will continuously hear me talk about, the Making Jesus Bigger movement. Um, just wanting you to get involved and become a part, uh, purchasing the T-shirt and just um, tell your, wanting to share your testimony and tell your story of how you make Jesus bigger um, on a day-to-day basis, um, how you make Jesus bigger in your, in your life. Life, at home, at work, on your job, um, just different places where you can just talk about where you can make, where you make Jesus bi- Jesus bigger, how you make Jesus bigger. And I would really love it if you would share those stories and that testimony with me, um, wearing your t-shirt um, while, if you can wear the t-shirt um, that makes it kind of a unified type of movement. And we want to make sure that we're put on a unified um, front. Um, and so behold how good it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And so I hope and pray that you will become part of the make in Jesus bigger movement. And really and truly, we are going to talk about just, you know, the I Am Grateful series. Um, but throughout the month of November, I am looking for different ones to really share um, their testimony and how they make Jesus bigger. Um, so I can use that for promotional materials and different things like that. Um, and also for so other people can see um, other you see you come becoming a part of the movement. And they know that it's OK for them to become part of the movement. And so thereby, we just kind of create this chain reaction. Um, and so I hope and pray that you would um, help me to push in to promote the uh, Making Jesus Bigger movement um, because we have been given victory in Christ. If this is your first time joining me on the Victoriously Anointed podcast, I say welcome to you. Hello. Thank you so much for being here and wanting to be a part. Um, I will say you didn't land here by accident. There was a reason and a purpose um, that the Lord touched your heart to click on this particular podcast. And I hope and pray that you receive whatever it is that the Lord has for you on today. If this is not your first time joining me on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. So glad that you are here. Thank you for your continued support and supporting the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. Your support is very much so appreciated and very much so welcome. Um, we we want to go ahead and get into the story of Esther. 
Um, and so we know that Esther was um, a Jew and she was um, the right at this point in time, the, the Jewish nation had been taken into bondage and they were under the, the, the leadership of a man by the name of King Ohesuerus. And so King Ohesuerus and I will say his first wife, they didn't quite see eye to eye. And so she ended up being dethroned and um, ended up being uh, Esther ended up getting into position into place. Um, sometimes God knows when and where to position you for a specific time and a specific purpose and in a specific place. And so I encourage you that if you have um, come to a time in your life where it just seems like you have been placed into a position that you that you didn't ever think that you would be in, in position for or just, um, just position. I believe that God sometimes he has to position us uh, for whatever it is that he needs us to do because if he doesn't position us in order to do that thing, then sometimes we just uh, uh, we wouldn't go through with it. Sometimes God has to position us for certain things. And so I hope and pray that whatever God has positioned you for in your life, um, that you will be willing to step into that role and step into that position and do what it is that you're required to do. And so, um, thank Lord, thank God for positioning us, um, to be able to work in, and operate in his kingdom as he sees fit and design because Esther's role and her job eventually led, um, to this, I will say the saving of salvation of her people, um, because um, there was a man by the name of Haman who wanted to kill um, Mordecai, who was her cousin, um, that raised her. And also he wanted to, because of Mordecai was a Jew, he wanted to wipe out all of the Jews. And so um, that was in the province under King Heuasuerus. And so the word goes out um, about this and Mordecai, he pretty much talks to um, Esther and let her know that, hey, you need to help us out. And so they end up doing, she ends up um, agreeing and saying, if I perish, I perish. Um, but she's going to go and she's going to go before the king. And so she um, ends up going on this fast and all Israel with her. And she three day fast, a three day fast. She goes on a three day fast, seeking Lord, the Lord for answers um, concerning what to do concerning um, just going before the king and letting him know that, you know, this was her people that Haman is getting ready to try and kill. And so they go on a three day fast and she ends up going to, um, she ends up um, going before the king afterwards and um, wanted to have a banquet meal with him, um, and him and Haman. Uh, and so um, eventually at the banquet meal, the second one, um, she discloses the fact that Haman is the one that's been um, trying to come up against her people. And she lets them know and end up the Lord allows her to overcome it. If you want her and her people to overcome. If you want to learn a little bit more about the story of Esther, I encourage you to read the book of Esther. I'm not going to go into every single um, tidbit of detail. I'm just kind of giving you the background and the synopsis of the book of Esther so that you can then go back and read it for yourself. Um, when you go back and read it for yourself, then you can kind of see the whole details of the storyline of the book of Esther. And so what we learn from the story of Esther is the fact that she was positioned and she was uh, placed for a time, a set time. Um, uh, position and purpose for a set time. And we learned about a little bit about a set time uh, with Sarah, um, a set time with um, Sarah, because um, the Lord knew, um, I believe that Haman was um, going to want to be glorified and come up against the people of God, but he had already had a ram in the bush. Um, and so by the name of Esther and Esther became queen. And so I would say that both 
Haman and Esther had positions um, in, in line with the king um, to where they could um, take advantage if they wanted to. And we see where Haman takes advantage of the of the role that um, the king gives him. But Esther has to come in there and really just, I would say, execute justice. Um, and so she lets the king know exactly what it is that Haman is trying to do, what he has done and different things like that. And so then um, the king uh, allows um, Esther to get the um, needed justice for her people. And so, um, God is a, we have, we serve a just God. We serve a faithful God. We serve a loving God. We serve an all knowing God. We serve a God that, um, will not just, um, allow anything and everything to just, um, happen to his people. The word tells us no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And, um, every tongue that rises up against us, um, God will condemn. And so I believe that, um, when I, when you see weapons forming against you, sometimes, you know, um, you, you feel like, you know, you get a little scared and different things like that, or just different when you feel different emotions, you may feel anger, you may feel sorrow, you may feel afraid, you may feel all of them. I I don't know what emotion you have felt when you saw a weapon being formed against you. You may have had faith and be like, I know this ain't going to form against me. I'm just going to wait and see. And I'm going to see how this thing works out because I know that God has this already worked out in the bag. And I know that I'm the one that's going to come out on top and so uh, um every response isn't that always of uh those uh emotions like worry and fear and all that some of it is just some of it is uh uh some of responses in faith and so um mordecai um sees this weapon this gallows haman is building this gallows for uh to hang um the jews on he's ready to he's ready to destroy them but the thing about it was the whole time he was he he funded this project he he, he funded it he had it built he hired the workmen and all of that type of stuff only for him to be the one to hang on it. He built, he was building the weapon for Mordecai, but the purpose um, that he had in mind wasn't the purpose that it was going to be used for. And so sometimes when you see people forming things against you and you know that you are a child of God and you know that you have done something in honoring God, um, it's different when you just do some of your own accord, but when you have done something and it has been an, an honor and glory to God, um, that's when um, you really have to just um, trust that he's going to be the one to bring you out all right um because to bring you out all right to show that you know what they did this in honoring me and in honoring me i'm going to uh, i'm going this weapon will not form this this weapon will not prosper i'm sorry it may have formed but it wasn't formed for my it wasn't formed for my child because they did this in honoring and glorifying me and so um this is why it's so important to honor god with whatever you do honor god and i encourage you to go back and read the story of just Esther and just to see this whole encounter with Haman and Mordecai and how he comes out with this whole thing telling the king that um he there's a people among him that don't abide by his laws um just so that he can get what he wanted um from the king which was to destroy uh, a man and his people simply because um this man refused to bow to him is because he refused to bow to him and that was um against their customs to bow uh to bow down that that wasn't that wasn't right um so it was a form of worship the type of bowing here was a form of worship and we're not supposed to worship anybody else other than God and so um, he wasn't going to bow to him and worship and reverence to him. That was that would have been against his God. And so um, that would have been that would have been idolatry. And so we we see throughout scripture where um, Israel was punished because of form of idolatry. And so um, they may have been in bondage at, at this point in time because of idolatry. I don't know. <laughs>
<laughs> I really don't, but they were in there. And usually that's the reason why they were end up taking into bondage is because um, they really didn't have the, I don't believe they really could sustain themselves without God. And so we noticed that when God removed his hand, um, it shows just how, how weak they really were. Um, so sometimes you have to be careful and thinking that you are strong. Um, it says, and thinking that you are strong and different things. I hear people don't brag on yourself so much. Don't brag on um, your ability to be able to do different things so much. Um, sometimes you, you have to really recognize who's the one that's giving you the strength to be able to do. Um, who's the one that's giving you the wisdom to be able to do. Um, so, uh, my soul should make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Um, we boast in the Lord Jesus Christ because it's him that has given us the ability to be able to do. Um, it says that let, let no man think that he is strong unless he falls. Now, yes, we do. We do. Um, it's something along those lines. I have to go back and read the scripture, but it's, it's along the lines of don't think too high of yourself. Don't think too high of yourself. And so, um, uh, we find where Haman thought a little too high of himself. He thought too high of himself that he wanted to be worshipped. Um, let me tell you something that uh, uh, pride goes before fall. And so usually when you see people getting really lifted up and really high in pride and they just they just soaring high to the top. Uh, I'm telling you right now, they're headed straight towards a fall. They're headed straight towards a fall. And we have to pray and we have to see God and we have to just really ask him to sustain us and different things like that. Um, we we have to rely on God and depend on him because it's because of him that we are um, able to do these things and able to overcome and able to to just conquer and able to to prosper and different things like that. Um, and so we can't erase the uh, we can't erase God out of the equation and still expect the God blessing. Um, um, so I encourage you on today to go back and read and seek over the story and seek God concerning the story of Esther and how you can make it more applicable to your life and hope and pray that it um, through it, you gain your faithfulness to God. And I hope and pray that you would just um, go forward and that you would be blessed. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to end this podcast with a prayer. And I do hope and pray that you um, would just seek God concerning your life and just um, trust that if you see a weapon that has been formed against you um, as a result of honoring God, um, know that it's not going to prosper. It's not going to prosper. Just keep on seeking God. Um, keep on asking him, keep on inquiring of him, keep on trusting him and just know and stand on the word, stand on what the word says. No weapon that is formed, meaning the weapon was formed. That means I saw it formed. That means I see it formed. That means I see it. Uh, the weapon was formed, but it won't prosper. Uh, Daniel was thrown in the lion's den. That was the weapon that was formed against him uh, because that wasn't the weapon that was formed against him, but that was a that was the result of the weapon that was formed against him, um, him being thrown in the lion's den because the, the weapon was the whole decree about him not praying. And then uh, the, the weapon, uh, that was the weapon. And so it, that was the, the result of the weapon being formed against him. But the thing about it was it did not prosper, even though he was thrown in the pit, it didn't prosper. Um, the, because God has shut the mouths of the lions. And so this is, I'm telling you, sometimes we find that weapons are formed and we, it may seem like they're prospering, but even in that, you have to look for God. Um, how is God showing up in this situation? Because he said that the weapon will not prosper. And that means it won't prosper. And so we find where Haman was the one that was hung on the gallows. 
angels. I'm going back to Esther, you guys. I'm getting out of Daniel, going back to Esther. Um, we find that Haman was the one that was hung on this big old thing that was meant for Mordecai. Um, but um, he he designed it for Mordecai, but really he was designing the weapon that was going. He was going to fall by what he yeah that he was going to fall by. And so I encourage you on today. Sometimes that's why you need to pray for and cover your enemies because sometimes they be forming weapons against you. Um, it be bringing destruction into their own lives. And I believe I'm looking thinking about it now. I'm just like that's maybe why God tells us to bless our enemies because they they be forming weapons against you um, that don't be prospering against you and it be a, a directly affecting their lives. And some of them be uh, some of them you don't know. But some of them might be plotting your death. Some of them might be plotting for you to be um, in some type of chain or bondage. You don't know what they be plotting. And so it's kind of like, um, I'm going to pray that the Lord bless you because I don't know what you plotting. I don't know what pitch you didn't try to dig. I don't know what you didn't try to do, but I'm going to pray for you that the Lord bless you because I know whatever weapon that you're forming is not for me, it's for you. And I will be ca- very careful at planning and plotting weapons against the people of God. Um, and that's for people of God that are connected because sometimes but we have to be careful too. Remember, it was Judas that um, that helped those Pharisees to get to Jesus. And so I'm not just going to, that's not just for people that are out in outside of the church that's for people within the church too you that you have to recognize you have to recognize uh who it is that you're serving or who it is that that person is serving that's god that's god and so it, it, it matters what decisions you make in honoring god um there are certain things that come into play into a to into play and into effect um, that God responds to and you honor him. No weapon formed against you will be able to prosper. And that is God's truth. That's the truth of God's word. And you can stand on that and you can live in that and abide by that. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love. We thank you, Lord God, for no weapon formed against us prospering. You are the great Father and there is none like you in all the earth. We love you. We appreciate you. We magnify you. We glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. We believe you for the blessing. We, we stand on it, Father God. And we thank you, Lord God, for just blessing our enemies, Father God. And we love those. Uh, just we love, you said, love our enemies. Bless those that curse us. Do good to those that hate us. And pray for those that despitefully use and persecute us. Father God, thank you for giving us hearts to do those things, Father God, recognizing, Lord God, you are the author and the finisher of our faith. And there is none greater than you. There is none more mightier than you. Thank you, Father God, for every blessing you have shed in our to our lives. And there is none like you in all the earth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray that you will go forward and live blessed on today. I really do hope and pray that you become part of this Make Jesus Bigger movement too. I'm so looking forward to you guys tagging me into some posts at Lynn Stacy Studios on Facebook and Instagram. I'm looking forward to it. I know you're going to do it. I'm just waiting on you, all right? Um, I look forward to seeing you and hearing from you. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Hello, I'm Lynn Stacy. I encourage you to become part of the movement, the movement of Making Jesus Bigger. You can find out more about the Making Jesus Bigger movement by following me on social media at Lynn Stacy Studios on Instagram and Facebook. You can purchase the t-shirt, Making Jesus Bigger, because we have been given victory in Jesus Christ on the website, www.lynnstacystudios.wixsite.com backslash media. By becoming part of the Making Jesus Bigger movement, we are choosing to be lights in the world. Be blessed in Jesus' name. And remember to always go forward and be blessed.